My name is Henry Murray. I'm in the Department of Medicine, where I am the Arthur Ashe Professor of Medicine, and I am the student ombudsperson for the medical school. Tell us about that role, Hank. Uh, the role of student ombuds a person is relatively new. It's only been present since the beginning of 2017. It is a essentially a role the Office of Student Ombudsperson provides a safe, impartial, neutral place for both medical students as well as graduate students here at Cornell. So how do people come to your attention? They come directly to you? Give us a little sense of that. Well, it's still relatively new. So right now at this point, they initiate the call. I don't initiate anything, of course. I'm there as a resource and opportunity for any student here to bring a complaint, a criticism, or a concern where they want to make sure it's impartial, neutral, and 100% confidential. So the students initiated. Thus far, it's all been initiated by email contacts initially and then either in person or sometimes even just by telephone. So in the years' experience you've had, are there certain themes that are coming up that maybe you can advise the faculty about some of the unforeseen things we don't realize we're doing? We just haven't had enough experience yet to see whether or not there's anything in the way of a trend or something going in a direction that we don't want it to go in. But so far, that has not emerged with my experience uh, in this ombudsperson's office. So you've been here a long time, Hank. Tell us what you think is special about Wild Cornell Medicine. I have been here, thank you, Leah, for longer than I probably should have been, 40 years. I have had nothing but a great time. I used to be one of those, just parenthetically, who would run to get to work until my hips started to go bad, and now I simply walk. I think what's here is a institution committed to excellence, to science, setting the bar up high, attracting competitive, bright people who want to continue up the ladder throughout their careers. So what great advice would you share with our faculty just starting out? If they were brand new and junior, I'd tell them to keep their eye on how high the bar is and keep after that bar. I specifically tell them to do research. It doesn't have to be basic science research. And to get to be uh, an expert in one particular field. And I don't care how small that particular field is, whether it's one infectious disease or a subset of even one infectious diseases, to be the local expert and then hopefully regionally, nationally, and internationally recognized, I think is a terrific goal. Were there any particular mentors who really imprinted you in your career? I was one of the fortunate ones who had mentors. I was a student here at Cornell as well, and I had mentors from medical school, including Fletcher McDowell, who was a dean and a neurologist. Uh, I couldn't stand neurology, never told him that. <laughs> Uh, but then once I got on the medical house staff here and then on the faculty, I had a series of people from Chuck Steinberg to show me how a clinician actually practices and then teaches clinical medicine to Ben Keene, who outlined how you teach medical students. He demonstrated how you teach medical students and teach them well. He also opened the doors to uh, the fields of tropical medicine and parasitology where I ended up. And a third mentor, and I have even a fourth one, was Zanville Cohn over the Rockefeller, who took me under his research wing. I knew I had to develop a research credential. I had none uh, when I finished my chief residency here. He took me under his wing and set me up for what was then a 35-year career 
uh, as well as in, in the laboratory. And the final mentor was the chairman of medicine. I was his last chief resident. That was Alexander Bairn, who was uh, chairman of the Department of Medicine when I was a medical student here, a house officer, um, and then on the junior faculty. And again, he opened the doors in a very traditional, old-style academic way, and I've been grateful ever since. What's the best advice you got back in the day? The best advice I got was from Chuck Steinberg when I was an intern. I was six foot six then before I started to dry out and shrink. Chuck said I intimidated patients when they were lying flat in bed, and I should always ask, could I sit on your bed when I, uh, when I interviewed them? That was probably the best patient-oriented advice I ever got. The academic advice, uh, I can't think of one particular piece of advice, but there was a resounding theme back in these day, those days, and this was 30 years ago, research, research, research. If you wanted to stay in academic medicine, stay a contributor and be recognized, which all of us have the ego to want to be recognized, you had to have a research capacity. Clinical medicine was wonderful, but the emphasis, at least in those days, and I adhered to it, frankly, and it worked for me, was focus on research. Thanks for being with us, Hank. I am delighted, and uh, good luck to you. Mm -hmm.